Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is creating an effective elevator speech for real estate investors. Hi, I'm Phil Pustiofsky with FreedomMentor.com. I'm a full-time real estate investor, real estate mentor and coach to many of the leading real estate investors all across North America. And in this video, I'm going to help you optimize the answer to the common question you're going to get, which is, so what do you do? And that is what an elevator speech is. It's a quick, simple answer to that question of what it is that you do. And so when you're creating your own elevator speech, I want you to keep three principles in mind. The first thing is you've got to have one direction, one angle, one line of work, one thing that you do, not 12 things. Uh, number two, you want to ensure that it is easy to understand. And we're going to elaborate on each one of these here in a moment. Easy to understand. And then number three, I'm going to argue it's better to have more of a modest answer um, as opposed to one that is dripping with arrogance. Okay, so let's start with One Direction. Uh, real estate investors actually do three things. In most cases, number one, they are buying properties. They're finding good deals from motivated sellers. Uh, but number two, then they're selling those deals either to other investors or they are fixing the house up and then selling it to a retail buyer. So they're not only buying properties, they're also selling them. And then also for some people, they are raising private money from people. And so uh, there's actually three lines of work that a lot of real estate investors are actually engaged in. And so uh, you have a decision to make when you're doing an elevator speech, which direction you go with. And so my argument is going to be the, the best direction to go in is the one that's also easiest to understand. And that is going to be to say something along the lines of, I'm in real estate and uh, specifically I buy houses, I fix them up and I resell them. And so by saying that, what you're basically doing is you are taking that one direction of as if you were talking to someone who might be a motivated seller. Now, I would argue that in this business, the most difficult thing is getting great deals. Um, in fact, it's one of the things that I don't share a lot about in my videos because I keep it really close to the vest and only share with my apprentices. So I believe that the best direction to, to engage in is the one that's the most difficult and the one that's most important to your business, which is finding great deals. That's why I like the idea of you uh, mentioning I buy houses, I fix them up, and I sell them. And so um, if somebody is looking to buy houses from another wholesaler or something, uh, they may go, well, I'm in real estate too. I do the same thing. Hey, you know, if, if you ever have a deal you don't want to mess with, uh, I'm looking for some right now. So you, you kind of catch two birds in one stone right there. Uh, the one thing you're not mentioning is about raising private money. Uh, that is a lot more difficult to just throw at somebody uh, that you're meeting uh, in some social, uh, social gathering, you know, to start running your mouth about, oh, you know, you can get great returns on your money, 8% or more, and it's secured by real estate. You know, to, to go into the process of raising private money, the better thing to do is you give your little elevator speech, and then you, you learn a lot more about the person you're talking to. And then from that conversation, you may learn that they, in fact, are looking for opportunities. Does that make sense? All right, so one direction. I think you stick with the one that's, um, that's obviously easiest to understand, which is that you buy houses. All right, so the next one is easy to understand. I buy houses, fix them up, and I sell them. Or I fix them up, and I also rent them out sometimes. Everybody understands that. 
I mean, especially with uh, the different television shows that are on right now, it's really simple to get your head wrapped around the idea that what the person does is buy them, fix them up, and sell them. In fact, the fact um, that these, these different uh, television shows are out there, they can literally picture you with the sledgehammer and all that stuff. And that makes it really easy for someone to identify who you are. Now, you may not be the one with the sledgehammer, right? You may hire those people to do that. And so technically, what I usually end up saying is, you know, I buy houses, fix them up, and sell them. Well, actually, I don't fix them up. I hire people to do that. Uh, but I, I'm the one that kind of orchestrates it all. Okay, and, and that, that's very easy for for just about anyone to understand. They can kind of picture, all right, there's Phil. Phil's that real estate investor guy. He buys houses, fix them up, and sells them. And so over time, if you're networking, and part of the reason why you want to have a more effective elevator speech is for networking purposes, um, when they understand what it is that you do, and it's real easy and simple for them to under uh, to like pick that up in their brain, that is going to help you because we have so much information coming at us. And there's so many different people we're, we're, we're talking to and communicating with that if they can just link in their brain, okay, Phil, he's the real estate investor guy. He's the one that fixes up houses like they do on HGTV. That's what you want. That's effective. All right? And then the last thing is being modest. Okay, so if anyone could be arrogant, it could be me. Right? I could say, look, I... Um, so if I'm talking to a motivated seller, I'm talking to someone uh, at the gym, or I'm, you know, I'm in an elevator, and they say, well, what line of work are you in? And I say, well, I could say, well, I'm in real estate. I, uh, I teach thousands of people all across the world. I have done thousands of real estate transactions. I have a best-selling book. I have the number one YouTube channel in the history of real estate investing. I've done as many or more real estate transactions than anyone else ever. I mean, I could do all that. But that would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, I mentioned some of that on these YouTube videos just so people have a context as to who I am. But when I'm talking in the general public and I'm just out and about and someone, I'm at a wedding or I'm just wherever, and someone's asking me what I do, I say, oh, I'm a real estate. Uh, I'm in real estate. Um, I have my license, but I'm mostly on the investing side and I, I fix up houses and I resell them. And oftentimes I get people that will say, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Oh, I love watching those shows. Oh, I'm addicted to HGTV. And then we get to talking and whatnot, and, and that's what opens up the conversation. But I don't talk about all the different things that I do, and neither should you. You should keep it modest and simple. Because the, um, this also comes into play, especially when you're talking to sellers. You don't want to come across as the big shot, big daddy, daddy warbucks person that has all kinds of billions of dollars and is extremely successful. Because if you do that, it's hard to negotiate a good deal. And again, I go back to this one direction thing here. And that is that any person I'm talking to could potentially be a motivated seller. Or they may, not, they may know somebody. And I don't want to go too overboard on talking about just how successful and great I am. I mean, that's, that's not what you want to do because it hurts your negotiating position. So instead, by being able to say, I buy houses, fix them up, and sell them, they may say, you know, our neighbor, that house has been vacant for like six months. And nobody's over there. You know, that's, that's probably a house you probably want to do something with. And that's when I'd say, oh, great, do you have your neighbor's phone number? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it my phone here. So you see, if you stick with that one direction, that modesty is going to come into play because that will allow you to position yourself. They know what you do. It's easy to understand, but you're not going overboard. And so, uh, again, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll summarize with this. So an effective elevator speech is going to be something that sounds something like this. And they say, 
So what is it that you do? You'd say, oh, I'm in real estate. Um, I have my real estate license, but I'm mostly on the investing side. So what I do is I buy houses, I fix them up, and I sell them. And, and sometimes I rent them out, but usually I sell them. Boom. That hits every one of these points. And it does it in such a way that anyone can understand it. It will stick into their brain. And ultimately, it positions you in where you need to be almost no matter what that person does or what it is that they're going to say. You've kind of covered all your bases.